Jeez. Thanks for listening to Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further, head over to patreon.com slash twodrinkcinema. As a patron, you gain access to exclusive bonus episodes and can contribute to the making of Two Drink Cinema. The support of our patrons can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Patreon.com forward slash twodrinkcinema. Cheers. Jeez. Welcome to another episode of Two Drink Cinema, two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. How are you, Brett? I am good. How are you? That was bad. Good, good. It was a bad uh, accent. We're not great with the accents. I tried because I didn't start. I started halfway through. Even though I've been to Boston. I've been to Boston. Boston. Which we talked about a couple of weeks ago in Odd Socks Entertainment when we uh, said that we are re-watching Cheers. Cheers. Speaking of Cheers, you have invented a cocktail. I've invented, this is, everybody get ready. This is a two drink cinema original. Yes. Patent pending, trademark, registered trademark. I don't think you can trademark cocktail recipes, but anyway. I'm calling it a drunk teddy. Okay. Right? Because that's what he is most of the movie. Yeah. That or high. Or getting up to no good. Um, So, (laughs) it is. Mm, Yes. uh, One shot of vodka. Yes. Half a shot of half, half a shot of Fireball, better half a shot of Cointreau, and top it with apple juice. Okay, the recipe uh, and our little picture will be on our socials at Two Drink Cinema. I Did I say that all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pour it over ice. Pour it over ice. No Cheers. shaking. Just chuck it all in the Cheers. glass. Cheers. Oh, oh, Fireball. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, it has a fireball in it. Oh, wow. That's for show. That is, fireball is strong, the taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that cuts through glass, Jesus. It's well, cut it through... doesn't, otherwise the bloody <laughs> drink will go everywhere. It's cut through Cointreau vodka and Just Juice brand apple juice. You didn't want to use my one, the Golden Circle? No, because mine was in the fridge. Okay. Um... I like fireballs. Another so. behind-the-scenes look of two <laughs> drinks cinema. Uh, I like fireballs, so I don't mind it. I think it was just on the... It was like on the top. <laughs> I need to buy some cocktail stirrers. I tried get on to the find Patreon. some today. Get on the patreon.com forward slash two drink cinema so we can afford to buy some stirrers. Anybody listening out there who owns a bloody bottle shop... Yeah. I want to know the percentage of people that come in and buy butterscotch schnapps... Yep. As opposed to apple schnapps. Well, no one's buying apple schnapps because between us, we've been to four bottle shops today yeah. and not found a single bottle of apple schnapps. You know what? I'm just going to go to Dan Murphy's. There's this no, isn't even an ad. There's no apple flavoured anything other than cider in the four we went to. Not even like an apple brandy I tried to... or a Voc apple. No. I was going to... Um, I was at the Liquor Land... Yeah, and when I was at the checkout, there was that uh, so soju, it's like oh, the yeah, Korean yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and I was like, they have flavors: watermelon, lychee, green apple, not green apple, green grape, because <laughs> that would have sold it. That's what I was looking for. I was looking for apple. Yeah, no. I was like I'll chuck that in. Nah. So we have bought just juiced apple juice instead, even though I made this from scratch. You but invented it. I based invented on it a based few on. Other few other things, and then the lack of apple schnapps. That's a good one. I'll there give it go. a stir as we go. Um, and then, yeah, I think I'll quite enjoy that. It's winter, so that'll get you warmed It'll in, get you inside. warmed. It'll get a fireball in your belly. Oh. I'm going out after this, so I might have one or two fireballs. Ooh. Just um, one or two. Well, I bu- there's a new bottle now. We've got to refill. Oh, good. Um, Just need some creaming soda. Creaming soda. I'll take a thermos. Um, <laughs> yeah, cousin. Take a thermos. Of, I made that joke before. Yes. Sorry, regular <laughs> listeners. 
I'll take a thermos of creaming soda uh, to the bar that I'm going to tonight, which is enough, one of the ones like, we oh reviewed God. in the gay club section of Odd Socks Entertainment we had a couple of weeks ago. Um, can I just say, okay, so we're, we're doing Ted. I want to say one thing, right? Everybody wants Morgan Freeman to narrate their life. Yes. No. No. I need Patrick Stewart. He is hilarious in American Dad. Uh, Yeah. And And he's hilarious in this. And it's so good because you see him in, like you've grown up in our case, grown up seeing him in Star Trek The Next Generation as Captain Picard. Very serious. Yeah. And then you see him as Professor Xavier in the X-Men, very serious. Yeah. But then... And does Shakespearean shit. Yeah. And then he does this, and he does American Dad, and just completely takes the piss out of himself in American Dad. Yeah. Because he plays himself. And then completely takes the piss out of narrating in Ted. You know what I like about Ted? I worked it out. One, it's hilarious. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's basically a Family Guy episode, so hey, whatever. It's ba- I reckon Seth MacFarlane came up with one cut scene from Family Guy and then yeah. was like, no, I don't think I will put that in an episode. Yeah. I'm going to write a whole movie about it. 240 minutes of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, because there's a sequel. There's a sequel. Um, the, it is funny taking the piss out of kind of schmaltzy movies. Yeah. But then it also does have a bit of schmaltz as well. Do you know what that is? Um, That's meta. (laughs) (laughs) Crickets. It's not meta. Everybody. Um, Meta isn't taking the piss out of things. Meta is like within itself. Mm -hmm. No, well, (laughs) one of the things that makes Deadpool meta is that it is itself while it takes the piss out of itself. It's a... Proper, by the numbers almost, comic book action movie, but he's taking the piss out of comic book action movies. This isn't meta. Ted isn't meta. Ted's meta. Mate. Ted's not meta. All right. Um, Listeners. Is Bre- Ted meta? At, at Brett388. Is Ted meta? At him. Is Brett. Is Brett. Is Ted also meta? Ted, Ted meta sounds like a... Like, Republican senator from somewhere or something. Re- senator Ted Meta. Senator Ted Meta. Supreme Court Justice Ted Meta. Oh, don't mention the Supreme <laughs> Court. It's been three weeks. We allowed us mention the Supreme Court yet? Nah. Um, that's what I liked about it because you know the ending is has its you know typical ending of oh it all worked out in the end. Yeah, but then it's also just like stuff with the Patrick Stewart voiceover takes the piss when he's like. Yep. Nothing is more powerful than a child's wish, except an Apache helicopter. <laughs> With a walking teddy bear, in the end, nobody, nobody gives, gives a, a shit. <laughs> oh, oh, I swore too much. Ooh. They'll be swearing in this episode, folks, yep. as opposed to our other episodes. We're changing the S in Chad S. Minko to swearing just for this episode. Uh, one of my favourite swears is when the dad <laughs> says, Jesus H. Fuck. Jesus H. Fuck. <laughs> And the mum comes down and says, I love you. Yeah. The, the mum gets the gets egg the beater. Egg beater. It's not even plugged in. <laughs> no. She's like, that's going to destroy this, what they presume to be, demonic <laughs> teddy bear. It's a Christmas miracle. You're like the baby Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lois. Uh, cut to 27 years later. He is not, the, not baby the baby Jesus. Jesus. That's why Jesus didn't make it that far. Um, no, there are other reasons. The whole Bible story begs to differ. <laughs> I, um, Jesus didn't not make it that far because he was too busy getting stoned with his best mate and watching Flash Gordon. <laughs> um, the kid, before we jump to the present oh. day, the kid's Boston accent is great. Um, he's also not a good actor. He's not that good of an actor. No, no, I think he's meant to be not... You can talk. I that think, that uh, was yeah. deliberate. No, I think he's meant to be like that. Um, and his Boston accent just pops up on key words, which For I think ever makes and ever. Yeah, which I think makes it better. Because I don't know if Seth MacFarlane's from Boston, or uh, I think Mark Wahlberg is. But they but, yes, <laughs> they take the piss out of Boston and the accent so well um, in this movie. 
And I think the fact that like the kid's Boston accent only pops up on the occasional word is a big part of that. Yeah. And like, you know, it, it starts, well, <laughs> the start is so, I, okay. I, I Brett's just going to laugh through okay. this whole episode. I have two pages of notes that are pretty much just <laughs> quotes. Well, and I only wrote three quotes because I knew Brett would write a lot of quotes. Um, the start is hilarious because <laughs> it's Christmas and it's the time when <laughs> when the the Boston kids get together and bash up the Jewish kids. It's so like it's so bad. You know what's you know what's funny? I was thinking a lot through this movie is a lot of precious boomers and Facebook comment uh, keyboard warriors. Bang on these days about, oh, you can't make fun of anything. You can't make a joke about anything these days. And I know this is 10 years old, but Family Guy's still going. Yeah. South Park's still still going. going. You can take the piss out of things. You just have to do it well. Mm. And like just going, ha ha, look at that fucking Jew is not like, is not a good joke. But then the kid's in on the joke. Because yeah, then no. he comes over and then, you know, the kid, John Bennett comes over and goes, can I play? Get lost, Bennett. Yeah, get lost. Get <laughs> lost. And then the Jewish kid pops and goes, yeah, get lost, Bennett. But it, the joke, yeah, that if you do a joke well, then it works. Yeah. But if you're just lazy and are just taking the piss out of something or making a joke of something lazily and also with the intent to be offensive, yes, that's not good. So you can make jokes and you can take the piss out of everything. And Seth MacFarlane is right up there in terms of treading and crossing yes. that line. Um, Justin Bieber quote didn't age quite as well as the Corey Feldman and Frankie Muniz one because he's no, still going strong, still Justin. Going. Um, but yeah, Corey Feldman and Frankie Muniz, no one gives a shit anymore. Yeah, soz guys. But overall, this movie's such a good concept. Yeah. Like you could just take two best friends. You could just go, this kid only has one friend and they're stuck together forever. And one friend becomes an absolute nufty and keeps the other one down. Yeah. But making that nufty, crude, useless one a teddy bear yeah, is so much better. And, and it's uh, so yeah. Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, and it's like it's the washed up um, child 15 star minutes as well. of fame. Yeah. But what if it was a talking teddy bear and not a human being? Yep. And it's taking what Mila Kunis calls the hottest man in Boston and making him yeah. useless yeah. with this crude, washed-up, famous teddy bear. You know that he's really held back, Mark Wahlberg, because his boss is Mike McClintock from <laughs> Veep. But he's best friends with Tom Skerritt. I or really, not. <laughs> I wish I knew who Tom Skerritt was straight away, because it would have made that joke so much better. But then when I saw the picture of him, I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Top Gun. He's I not know, in Top Gun Maverick, so I didn't yeah, recognize him I straight know, away. When I first think of Tom Skerritt, I think of him as the dad from the opening episode of Brothers and Sisters. Oh, I thought you were saying, I thought of the guy that's Mike McClintock's friend in Ted. Yeah, well, that too. <laughs> that's the second thing that comes to mind. I like the running joke of um, Tom Skerritt throughout the movie, though, and Especially then he's there at the end. John McHale is like... It's Tom Skerritt when he's going yep. through his things. But going back to the start, it's yes, a good okay. opening credits. Yes. It's a good way of putting the credits to an Oscar-nominated song that is then like just shows you bits of how they've been friends and how they're montage. shit. Montage. Great yeah. montage. Yeah. And the funniest bit of it is when they're at like the kids' um yeah. Play center thing the Chuck E. Cheese type yeah, thing yeah, yeah, with the animatronic band And then he gets up there and he scares the shit out of that kid Oh, that's great oh. Why is Mark Wahlberg there though? Because they're friends They don't. They want to go to Chuck E. Cheese That's true Chuck E. Cheese, not Chucky. Chuck E. Cheese Chuck E. Cheese yeah. Not that we have that in Australia And then of course it opens up on them doing pot Which they do a lot 
Yep, uh, and it's, it's the Boston uh, Girl orgasm joke. That's why we couldn't find a drink. They don't actually have that many drinks in this movie. They drink a lot. I did think it, but it's, it's illegal. Just beer. But we could have just lit up before this. <laughs> Would have been a very different. Lit up. <laughs> Imagine if you'd binge listened to four episodes of Two Drink Cinema and we were stoned, and we're like happy, happy, drunk, quick, chatty, and then like all of a sudden, one episode we're stoned. There is It'd be a totally different vibe where I play netball. Yeah, there are people there every play netball every stoned. Thursday oh, night yeah. that smoke it, oh, light it up as I think you said <laughs> at the at the flat at the gardens. Get lit, okay. get lit, um, four twenty, blaze it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I don't know the terms. Spark a doobie, <laughs> rip a bong, <laughs> pass the duchy to the left hand um, side. I've looked this up on. Drugslang.com and I'm just reading off the you screen. You sound like you try, you're a narc trying to fit in with the kids <laughs> yeah, or something. That's If I ever tried to buy drugs, they would definitely be like, he's this a guy's a cop. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely undercover because he has no idea what's going on. Um, yeah, they smoke Fireball, the pot. They Fireball sm- is my drug of choice. They smoke the pot at the gardens. So I'm trying to play a Tuesday night mixed netball yeah. game at 9.23. And I'm like, oh, what does that smell? Ugh. So I don't do the drugs, right? Yeah. And even up until recently, I didn't drink heavily. But I remember at my year 11 Deb after party. Year 11? Yeah. A guy came up to me because his mum was picking him up. And he came up and he goes, quick, quick. My mum's about to get here. Do I smell like pot? And it <laughs> all happened too quickly. For And I was... Not trying to be the one guy in our year level that probably didn't know what pot smelled like. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, um, uh, no, you're fine." He probably did. Probably reeked of it. <laughs> the poor guy probably got in the car if with his mum. If it was mom. somebody that I think, no, it wasn't that guy's. Oh, okay. Guy who probably got it from that guy? Okay. Look at Haiti. Like, why would you want <laughs> to get married? Look at Haiti. <laughs> oh, I gotta talk to my. I gotta talk to my weed guy. Like, well, it's not strong. I'm like, I don't think that's what you want to complain to a drug dealer. I go, uh, no, it's all right. I've known this guy since 9-11. Don't you remember? It was like, oh, shit, 9-11, i got to get high. <laughs> but then the look at Haiti was like, you don't want to get married. There's all this shit going on in the world. Look at Haiti and Mark Wilbur's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's not a great time. Oh, dear. Um, you know what bit of, random bit of the movie that I don't know if I think is funny? I'm not sure. It's like putty, putty. <laughs> Joe Swanson. Joe um, Swanson. He's like, Patrick Patrick Warburton. Okay, Warburton. in case you've not watched Seinfeld or Family he's in Guy, a, he's a gay a gay beat up club or whatever. Yeah, he's like I, I don't know. I I texted somebody at at three fifteen asking them to beat me up, and then I I sent another text at four thirty just saying thanks. I. I I don't mind the idea of the gay beat-up club, right? No, because, not personally. <laughs> I, I like, I, I don't mind that joke because I, like, it's pretty, and it'd be pretty ki- hypocritical. Sorry. <laughs> what? I just got a text from you. Yeah, I know. Can't find Apple Beach or Spanish. Yeah, that I sent you at sent, 4.30. Yeah, two hours ago from... Yeah. Down the road. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, that's fine. I've got apple juice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I bought apple juice anyway. It took me less time to walk here and record an episode and a half of a podcast than it did for that text message to get through. Anyway, oh we're talking about Ryan Reynolds' Gay Beat Up Club. I It would be hypocritical of me to be sensitive about that joke when I'm like, yeah, it's okay to make the jokes about yeah, beating up the yeah, Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, What My issue is... That all Patrick Warburton says is, I texted a guy to beat me up at 3.15 and then I texted him, thank you, at 4.30. And Mark Warburg goes straight to, sounds, sounds a bit gay. gay. Yeah. If he'd put a little thing, little extra bit in there that yeah. actually did make it sound gay. But then I guess there's some history of Mark Warburg actually knows that Patrick, Warbur- uh, Patrick Warburton's gay, but he doesn't. That Patrick yeah, Warburton yeah. doesn't Not in the, until yeah. he rocks up to the wedding and Ryan Reynolds is his boyfriend. Not bad first boyfriend. Yeah. Like, there are, there are many straight men out there 
that would be very happy to turn gay if they were guaranteed Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. On the end of it. On the end of it. On hey, the end of it. That wasn't even oh, intended. Um, at 3.15 in the morning. It's an interesting thing that it's Ryan Reynolds and he doesn't say a word. No, I think... And he's in two seats. It's clearly just a favour for a mate. No, and I, I think it's... I think that's really deliberate. Yeah. Because... I had to get out of there that... You, your friend was making out with that Van Wilder looking guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, yeah, this 100% would have been off the back of how good Two Guys A Girl and then Van Wilder was. And often with cameos, you expect the guy to come in, you're like, oh, that's Ryan Randall. He's going to say something hilarious. Oh, he's gone. Nice. And he didn't say anything. It's a super deliberate choice by Seth MacFarlane. And he often does, even in Family Guy, he does cameos very well. <laughs> Joel McHale is very good at playing a complete asshole. Such an asshole. Good. I don't. I don't know for how I feel about the quote. With my top of the pyramid Caucasian jeans and your swarthy, what mix of yeah, Lat- Latina something yeah. going on? <laughs> She's Ukrainian. Yeah. <laughs> what makes it? Good, like you said before, at taking the piss out of itself but also being what it is, slash meta, is that the normal dialogue is very good. Mm. Like in Family Guy, there's not a lot of normal dialogue. It's just like joke, joke, offensive, joke, joke, offensive. Yeah. But this has normal scenes of Mark Wahlberg and the girl talking about whether or not he should be proposing. Yeah. But then, she's like, I want to take it to the best place in town. And they're like, take it to Benihana. (laughs) (laughs) But then they have this serious, it's like they have the serious thing about getting engaged. And then it's this, and then they go home. It's a ringtone, Star Wars. And she's like, is that my ringtone? Yeah, it sounds negative. It's like, (laughs) no, 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 it's from the notebook. And then go home and he's with the hookers. <laughs> oh, where am I met? This is shares. Angelique, Heavenly, Serene, and Savignon Young Blanc. <laughs> and someone shit. What is that? <laughs> what is that? Oh, yeah, do a truth or dare. And Serene gets a little bit ballsy. Is that a shit? Is it my fault? And then John We're not just going to. Is that a shit? <laughs> no, the line before that. It's when, shit he, on my floor. when he takes their prawn head or yeah. whatever, he's like, rrr, rrr, that's my best friend. Oh, not the lobster, the guy running it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, and how cute is little, little Ted in a suit? Can I tell you something? If you're in a relationship, do Don't not... give me an ultimatum. No, exactly. Do not ever give a partner an ultimatum. I have had friends yep. who have given me ultimatums. Yep. They lost. I've had two friends do it. They both lost. Don't give me a fucking ultimatum. No, it's just such a... Also, they gave me an ultimatum with the uh, the wrong people. You no, but I mean. like, anyway. it's just so shit. Anything that's it's me or them, or it's this or them, I just hate it. Yeah, don't put me in that position. And also, Mila Kunis. They were there bitch. first. Yeah. Ted was their first bitch. And had been there for 25 years I'm not, first. I shouldn't call her bitch. I like her. She's great. Um... Good chemistry, her and Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, for a ex-boy band prison time underwear model, is a great comedic actor. Yeah. Like, there are comedic actors who don't have the timing of this underwear model who serve prison time. He is great. She's underrated as an actress. They're both. Mila Kunis. They're both underrated. She should have got an Oscar nominated for Black Swan. Moving on. De- Departed, Boogie Nights, Ted. Like, just pick three roles. Yeah. Completely there are so different. many highly rated actors who have not done roles that wide, let alone nailed roles that wide. Yeah. Boogie Nights is the one he Boogie nailed Nights the most. Boogie Nights he nails wide. <laughs> or long. Oh, hey, spoiler alert. <laughs> Again, it's like a 25-year-old movie That's uh, That ruins one of my trivia questions um, 
Yeah, and I, I wrote under that though. Ultimatums are so bad, but great banter and timing. Because this is what you don't see often in relationships in movies is the normal funny chat. Yeah. Between Mila Kunis and Mark Wahlberg. And a teddy bear. But even just like <laughs> just the two of them at dinner. As a couple, they're clearly just having fun. Yeah. Which Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams aren't doing. They're not just sitting around and chatting and having fun. They're mm-hmm. the notebook, aren't they? Ryan Gosling. That's what I said. I thought you said Reynolds again. Did I? Ryan I Gosling know. and Rachel uh, McAdams. Ryan and Rachel McAdams. The serious hot Ryan. Not yeah. the funny hot Ryan. Not the funny hot Ryan. Um, it ain't hardly had no murders, is his new it apartment. It ain't hardly murders in it. Murders. Murders. Stand up straight when you're talking to me. That's a weird fucking thing. The kid. The kid nails it. Tubby McFatfuck. Tubby. <laughs> Nelson. Tubby McFatfuck's all over it. He um, oh, Flush Gordon grows up to be uh, Tubby McKarate in Cobra Kai. No, he grows up to be Taylor Lautner. Did you not <laughs> yes. watch it to the end? Yeah. Sorry, Patrick Stewart. Um, Maybe I watched an alternate timeline. <laughs> but he's in, <laughs> Ooh, he's in Cobra f- Kai. Is that a Flash Ray? Is that a Flash Gordon Ray gun in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? And then I'll, he whips out a Flash Gordon Ray. Gun. I'll talk about the movie. You talk about the quotes. Although one quote that was that I laughed at out loud. I did it for a lot actually. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg goes to the office after Ted moves out into his oh. apartment that's hardly had no murders, and he's saying to his friend at work, the hot girl, the, the hot girl that yeah. he's left. She said, oh, I feel the same. I had this boyfriend and we were together and blah, blah, blah. And then he had to leave and go back to Iran. And then Mark Wilford goes, yeah, I guess we both lost our fairy little guy. <laughs> and I love that she just goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry to our Iranian listeners who may not be fairy. <laughs> the scenes when he meets Tammy Lynn. And then they do the little checkout thing. and then Yeah, and then he does the bukkake. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. okay, that's where we're drawing the line. But clearly the line is not drawn there. No. Because then he says to the boss, I, I fucked, fucked her with, with a, a parsnip. parsnip. And then I sold the parsnip to a family with four small children. <laughs> You're promoted. <laughs> Shit. And then he goes out the back. And then the creepy guy is there again. Hey, Ted. Are you, are you all alone? Oh, well, you, you're never never alone when you're with Christ. <laughs> when you're with the Lord. I can offer you rail bonds. Good, because I just got back from my time <laughs> in the Civil War. Can I go back to one sure, line? Sure, we're jumping all over the place. There, there were a couple of times where Shane said, oh, you can't say that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. One was... Should we watch the DVD with the extended version ooh, that has more dirty stuff in it? I've... Um, I watched it on one of the six streaming services that it's on. So we didn't get the extended. Is when he says, um, I've got these Chinese neighbours, but they're not too bad. They don't have a gong or nothing. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you can't say that. I'm like, well, there's, he said worse. He said worse. By it? this point, he said much worse. Giovanni Rabisi. Did you just call me a whore? <laughs> Giovanni <laughs> Rabisi nails the creepy dad. Oh, he's he, he is... Like the second coming of Steve Buscemi, he's just always going to be a creepy guy. Yeah, but or not an as creepy looking. in Avatar. Oh, well, he's not yeah. creepy in Avatar. He's just a dick. They haven't got a gong or nothing. You worry about your own snatch. <laughs> she goes, I did. <laughs> I, I had a baby you, once. I, I didn't know you had a baby. <laughs> is, no. it, is it a lot? <laughs> I've I've written many many more quotes than I thought. <laughs> I'm apologizing. One of them was like that was a man, and when she drops the C bomb, yeah, Mila Kunis drops like, the C bomb. Then he goes, "That was I'm a man. That was a man fart." <laughs> I wonder who it's going to hit first. <laughs> the three guys. I am here on business. <laughs> And the way it hits them, and they just go, oh. <laughs> All right. All right. What else do I want to hysterically laugh at? I think I'm laughing I'm up more to, now than the movie. I'm up to <laughs> the, the party that Mark Wahlberg leaves Jock McHale, Car- John yes. McHale's party. Karaoke. Okay. What to is- go and do lines with Flash Gordon. 
Which, like, knife? Oh, the knife game. I don't know if I just have a different view of relationships, right? But if I was at my work party, which is admittedly only me and mum. Yep. And Shane said, Mark Hamill is at my mate Andrew's place. Yeah. He's just rocked up at a party. I go, fuck off, go. I'm like, I'll come with you. Mum, sorry, (laughs) I'm going. Yeah. So I think it's unreasonable for Mila Kunis to be annoyed by that. No, it it probably would have been different if instead of just bailing on the party without telling her, he went up to her and said, hey, Flash Gordon. And yeah. she was would have probably been like, "Good, I hate I this guess party." That Let's what go. makes him a shit bloke. Yeah, because he just for my teddy fucking beer. But also, he's his best mate, and like, like Shane's best mate, like Ted, was there for twenty years before me. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say he's like an alcoholic or something. No, <laughs> no I don't think. Um, with Shane's best mate being the family man that he is now. They're just over there ripping bongs. Ripping bongs. Old Reliving school. 80s movies. Ripping at old school. Singing 90s karaoke. <laughs> See? Approved it. Carfield's eyes look like boobs. <laughs> That's so good. And the duck's name is James Franco. Yeah. Let's go, James Franco. You're fixing my wall. Sorry, I shouldn't have done that. Um, I'm just quoting the movie. What? What I was saying before about you can do an offensive joke if it's written well, mm. right? When they, they've done coke, and apparently when you do cocaine, you come up with business ideas. Okay. That's a running joke, apparently. Yep. So they're sitting at the table like, we need to open that restaurant. Yeah. And they're like, Mexican, of course. No, Jews. And then it's like, and it's not restricted. It's not restricted. So we like, let in Jews. No, like, yeah. yeah but why would you yeah, say that? We, yeah, yeah. But well, that's what I'm saying. We can let him. Yeah, but why would you even mix it? <laughs> But the, up until the no Mexican, the way that they have that conversation about no Jews, yeah, but why would you bring that up? It's so quick. Mark Wahlberg's timing, again, is so good. We know Seth MacFarlane's is. It's good timing as well, considering, like, I don't know how they filmed it. Like, what is he talking to? Yeah. Like, is Seth MacFarlane sitting there? I feel like they made a bear. Yeah. Because I was going to ask the same thing. How did they film that fight? Yes. Because that is so good. Yeah. I think it's Andy Serkis. <laughs> it's actually Seth MacFarlane with ping pong balls on him <laughs> in a green suit. I feel like they made a bear. I think they would. They and definitely so there did are times when he's things. throwing the bear across the room. And then at the end, he's like, why are you crying? He's like, the TV's squashing my dick. <laughs> Many people believe that the mo- movements of Ted were cap- created using... Motion capture technology. Mm-hmm. Animators used motion capture to collect data of the way McFarlane moves his facial features, especially his eyebrows. The this rest great of the eyebrows. Dirk was done by highly skilled animators using a technique called keyframe animation. The same technique used in DreamWorks and Disney Pixar films. Oh, yeah. There you go. I still want to know. Yeah, the fight I reckon scene. They still had some real teddies for that fight scene. Yeah. Another moment when Shane was like, oh, you can't say that, is when Ted meets Nora Jones in the green room or in her dressing room. Oh, right? You, oh, yeah. And he goes, how you been, you jazzy slut? That's yeah. a good one. And then when he says, you're half whatever, Muslim. she goes, I'm half Indian. Yeah. And he goes, whatever. Thanks for 9 11. <laughs> Like, oh, he can't say that. Like, he has said that. Yeah. And within the context of the character, it works. It's still not great. Do you think it was really raining that close to the concert, but everybody still went? Yeah. It poured rain. They had that fight. Then it was the same night that they went to Boston. The the half shell. The hat shell. I thought it was a half shell because it's like half a shell. No, that's um, the half shell is turtle power. Heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, okay, I got lost. (laughs) (laughs) Three listeners were like, fuck yeah, Donatello. Woo, go Wolverine. Nope, nope. What was that? (laughs) Wolverine. 
I've still got Hugh Jackman on my mind. Uh, Tubby McFat fuck. Uh, I love that she actually goes home and watches Bridget Jones's diary after Ted jokes that yeah, she'll that's... just go home and watch Bridget Jones's diary. Um, were you okay with the 80s references in this one? Of Flash, Gordon? Yeah. yeah. Because they grew up with it, it's so it's relevant. It's a movie that you like, so it's okay. No, but it's relevant to it. Okay. Right? The 80s references. Stranger Things, it's relevant because it's set in the 80s. Mm-hmm. In random episode of this thing that has nothing to do with the 80s at all, you don't need to play Hall of Notes. Also, yeah, and true, I guess Giovanni Ribisi did grow up jerking off to Tiffany. Yeah. So it's And he was relevant. alone now. I think we're alone now. It's game hour. Oh, I reckon you're not a PS3 family, more of like a... <laughs> Wooden horse with wooden a horse wig. Horse with a wig. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, yep. And then he rips his ear off. Toby McFadden. Do I have to watch my hand before playing this game? I don't, that's, that's a weird fucking question. <laughs> it's, so, it's so clever. The little fucking weird things. Hide and go seek. Do I have to wash my... Mm. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird that's fucking uh, question. Giovanni Rabisi's doing some weird things. Uh, I feel like Giovanni Rabisi's never said no to the kid. And the kid's not said no to Giovanni Ribisi either. <laughs> Maybe saying no to a Snickers bar. <laughs> wouldn't hurt. There was one time yep. that I laughed yep. before the line came. Is it the funniest line of the movie? And I laughed. Yep. And then I, I said to Shane, oh, I'm sorry I laughed early. He's like, no, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I hear the fat kid running. Oh, I hear the fat kid running. I bet it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it is. You know who else runs weirdly? Ted. Mila Kunis. Oh, really? Yeah, there was one bit where she was running. I'm like, oh, that was not that was a weird run. I wasn't run. watching her running. I was just watching her legs. But Ted is a very quick runner for the fact yeah. that he's a teddy bear and very short. Yeah. And his priority is finding a stapler to staple his ear back on. Well, it'd be awkward to just carry it around. He doesn't have any pockets. And he's bleeding, I guess. Bleeding fluff. Stuffing, yeah. Out of the ear hole. <laughs> the ear hole, Yes. <laughs> They do very well. Back off, Susan Boyle. (laughs) (laughs) Dated reference, but anyway. They do very well to show that it's not Fenway Park. Fenway Park. But it is Fenway Park. No, It's quite obviously Fenway Park for the Red Sox. I don't... Yeah, but you don't... I don't think you mean to know that until... You see the field. Oh, like the back where he goes in the gate. You go in the yeah, gate yeah, yeah. and then you're going up the stairs. And then when you, for some reason, there's no game on, but the full field lights are on, you can yeah. see that it's Fenway Park and they're yeah. climbing the green monster. They do very well to not show that it's happening there. Yeah. But of course, because it's a Boston movie. There's only one place they to go. to have it in Fenway Park. Fenway Park. I've been there twice. Really? Yeah. You fucker. Sat in two different spots. You asshole. Because before we went to the States, we worked out our kind of itinerary around the baseball fixture, which is what we're doing next year when we go to the UK. Oh, we're but around, the, it around Liverpool. Liverpool's fixture. Yeah. But we don't know where we'll be. So we'll just book a London hotel, but then we might just make a quick trip to Spain for a night. Like, Sure. Sure. <laughs> it's like one night in Madrid. Yeah. So Shane can watch the soccer and I can have some tapas. Yeah. And I can say, fuck you. And I can <laughs> hang out on a beach in Spain in April while everyone's here is like, oh, it's fucking cold. So back to the movie. Um, <laughs> the He punches the kid. It, it is hilarious. Somebody had to go yeah. Joan Crawford on his <laughs> Yeah. He deserved it. I don't condone punching kids. I'd condone punching that kid, though. But, Punching Tabby McFuckfuck. <laughs> Tabby, Tabby McFuckfuck. Tabby McFatfuck deserved Susan Boyle yeah. to the face. Yeah. I thought this movie was scored by Alan Silvestri because there's a lot of thunder in it. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Fuck you, thunder. You, you can, can suck, suck my, my dick. dick. You can't hurt me because you're just God's farts. And what a what a growth. At the end of oh, the movie, the end, he lost his thunder buddy. There's yes. thunder, and it's okay because Mila Kunis is his thunder buddy. Oh, see, schmaltzy, schmaltzy, good music. My eyes Walter did, Murphy does do good music. My eyes did moisten a couple of times speaking Ooh. of schmaltzy, but we'll get to that in the chat. Esminquo, it is good music. I do really like the nice theme. 
Yes. When something nice is happening, there's just this yeah. little nice music. Or even when something not nice is happening, they play the nice music. Yeah. Um, then they race back and they put it together and then she makes the wish. Schmaltzy scene. Schmaltzy. And then um, it comes back to life and it's so wrong but so funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to do gonna, it. You no, just did. I did. And I'm not going to say the word that he says. Yes. No. Because we're... However many episodes we're in, I don't want to be cancelled because I said one word. Because it, you know, but it works with a Boston accent. Well, and it works in a Seth MacFarlane thing. Mm. He can in get an away with it. comedy about an, an offensive teddy bear. Yeah. yeah. Seth MacFarlane can get away with that shit. We cannot because there's no R ratings on podcasts. But then it's funny. There was, we'd have one. <laughs> then it's funny. It goes from that and then... They kiss and stuff, and then Ted's on the couch, and he does this like little pose. He's oh, like, "Oh, I love oh. this," because she's like, "This is my family." Oh. You wish for my life back? No, I wish for my life back. Oh, See, good writing. How that. lovely. Good writing that. Shall we do some reviews? I reckon we should. Oh, Patrick Stewart's wrap up of all the characters oh, is great. Yeah, grows up to be Taylor Lautner. Um, <laughs> Taylor Lautner faded quicker than Justin Bieber. <laughs> True. I'm not surprised by that at all. No. Let's have a chat. An open, honest chat. Join best mates Lee and Jeff as they strip back everything, literally and figuratively, to have an open conversation about life. No pants, no problems. Make sure you subscribe on your favourite platform so you don't miss an episode. Join the conversation by following us on Facebook and Twitter at No Pants Pod. All right, some reviews. I'm going to say before I read any of the one-star reviews, you're going to go first with a five, but I'm going okay. to say something first. There aren't any good. It's fantastic. The Motion Picture Association of America, right? The Motion Sickness, yeah. MPAA. Yeah. Motion Sickness, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the Office of Film and Literature Classification in Australia. Watch movies, decide what age level it's appropriate for, and give it a rating. Yes. People who go to movies should look at that rating yeah. before they go and then review. Oh, okay. You give us a five star. That I, will become relevant once I read When I worked I read at the cinema, a woman didn't do that. This old lady took her grandkid to see um, a movie that she thought was just another superhero movie. But it was Deadpool. It was Kick-Ass. Oh. She took her like 12-year-old daughter, to granddaughter to see it. Yeah. And like, then, oh, I didn't know. And oh, I'm like, yeah, oh, go watch Up. I didn't know the 12-year-old girl in the movie says C-word. C-word. Yeah. Anyway. The movie's called Kick-Ass. Yeah. There's a clue in the, the movie's title. got Nicolas Cage in it. You should not show a child a Nicolas Cage movie. No. Even if it's National Treasure, which is yeah. a family-friendly movie. Yeah. This movie indefinitely is a superb movie. I chose this because it's written badly. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. It means it could be a good movie forever yeah. and ever. For me, it's remarkable, but because of some scenes which were in fact bad, but were good because of the loving teddy bear. The Thunder Song was fabulous. Well, Mark's acting too, with the supporting main actress's role, was also great, <laughs> but not lying, the whole film was based for Mr. Ted and had a wonderful story for it to be started and ended. The most emotional part of Ted's breaking apart, and I almost thought he'll never come back, but he did, and the part of the film was just blur, <laughs> human reborn ceremonies type. <laughs> I'll surely write more words out here, but not now. But when I end this film series and one is left now, which is Ted 2, to go 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji, 100 emoji, peace sign emoji, peace sign emoji, sunglasses emoji. What is that emoji? Oh, like rocker sign emoji, pink heart emoji, rocker sign emoji, sunglasses emoji, peace sign emoji. Oh, that's enough. Fucking hell. Oh, God. <laughs> that... Ma- that with is the, with the supporting main actress's role was also great, but not lying. <laughs> that is exactly why we do this segment. Print screen, copy paste. <laughs> I can't live up to this now. <laughs> I've just got a bunch of fuckwits that didn't read the ratings. That's all I've got. I've just got a fuckwit that didn't read English. One has written an essay, right? Oh no. I've not but it starts with 
I've not seen this movie. I merely only, only saw a cardboard advertisement of it, which was extremely deceiving. Uh, it, it was an advertisement actually for the second movie in this series, and all it had on it was the main character and a teddy bear. That made me think about the Christopher Robin movie that came out in 2018. Anyway, fuck that guy. <laughs> Not Christopher Robin, that reviewer. Um, so, when you go to a movie, look at the rating, look at who made it, and then decide whether or not you're going to like it or what kind of movie it's going to be. This guy, James, did not do this. He says, I thought this movie was going to be funny, but I lost interest within the middle. Bland storyline, plus there's so many racist stereotypes. Bland. It makes sense, though, considering it's made by Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Delete. Can you delete people's I'm going to say unhelpful. Good. I'm the first to rate that one. <laughs> That's a thumbs down. This movie is very funny and a bit inappropriate for kids to watch under the age of 15 years. Ted reminds of Peter Griffin turning into a talking bear. Oh. B-A-R-E. Okay. All in caps. I'm not specifically talking about a bear, B-A-R-E, coming alive by a kid's wish. Sure. That's it. Specifically. Specifically, that's it. Ted movie. T-B-H, I didn't like this movie. While watching, I just felt disgusting feeling not at all funny. Storyline sucks. After oh, Ted 2 only watched trailer. After that, I told myself this is the movie I never ever going to watch. Why would you watch the trailer of Ted 2 if you hated Ted yeah, 1 that badly? That's dumb. I have a common sense media review for you. Oh, yes, please. Funny, but too much drug use. I watched this for the first time last night, previewing it for an 11-year-old boy. Absolutely inappropriate. I'm going to put it out there. The 11-year-old boy will probably like it. While funny, I can honestly say it was pretty naughty. As someone who has never done drugs, it was the first time That's I've me. seen... Anyone I've ever seen a, a bong. bong. <laughs> As someone who has never done drugs, it was the first time I've ever seen a bong being used. Also shows bare breast. Which are bring drawn into the face of Garfield the cat. <laughs> Absolutely unnecessary. Be warned, the movie does start off sweet, but it does not stay that way. So, hang on. I'm... There may be some parents listening to our podcast, right? Yeah. If you are parents of someone who is 11, and there is a movie that is rated R, you don't need to preview that movie for your 11-year-old. No. Because it's rated Somebody R. Somebody already has done it. Yeah, that's what I said. The MPAA and the OFLC have done that for you. And they've rated it R. Yeah. Don't let your kid watch it. Mature humour gives a bad rep to a great movie. This movie does have a lot of crude sexual humour. But if your child can understand that this kind of humour is not socially acceptable, it should be fine. It also, if you treat your friends with respect, they will stay with you. It does have a good message. Mark Wahlberg did a great job in this hilarious movie about a sex, a teddy bear, weed, and a friendship. <clears throat> too much. This title has too much violence and too much consumerism. Oh, God. This is another one-star review, right? For someone who hasn't read the rating. This movie is extremely vulgar. Should this be funny? At some scenes, I was really shocked. For sure, not a movie for kids. You don't yeah. need... Anyway, shall we... Um, That's Minquo. Minquo score. We? So, my eyes moistened... At the end? At three points. Ooh, three. That's right? one point for I must be having an emotional week, though, because I cried at a Toyota ad, ad yesterday. <laughs> it was really sad because Lee drives a Kia and he really wants <laughs> to drive a Toyota. I can never afford a Toyota. The... Lee... You, you want to drive a Toyota, just get an Uber. Yeah, true. They all drive Camrys. <laughs> or Camry hybrids these days. Oh, I got a real fancy one once. Anyway, continue. An Uber black? No, it wasn't a black, but I oh. think... <laughs> but I think that he uses the car to drive Uber black. Oh, And okay. nobody wanted an Uber black. <laughs> so he had to get an Uber normal. Yeah. And then he tried to... In the back seat, of the pocket of the back seat thing, he had pamphlets for his, like, limousine... 
and fancy car business. Oh. So I took one and I was like, oh, my dad's a wedding celebrant. I'll give you his details. I never did. <laughs> I forgot about it. Anyway. Celebrant? He's not allowed to recommend people. Anyway, let's move anyway, on. Your <laughs> eyes moistened. Um, because at the start of the ad, this woman is doing physio oh, we're talking about the ad. Okay, having lost her legs in an oh, accident. Yes, yes, yes. And then this boy is playing his first senior game of football. Yeah. Uh, and then someone's getting into an ice bath. And for some reason, that made me cry. Okay. But during the ice movie, bath Ted... People cry. <laughs> ice baths made a lot of people cry. My eyes moistened when he leaves Ted. In the apartment? And when oh, Ted yeah. in the, oh, when the they street the and presses, I love you. Oh. My eyes moistened then. And when they hug you, go, that, that, was the, that, was, that was the button. That yeah, wasn't yeah. me. That was, no. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. And you're not gay, gay either. either. Yeah, so. I know you're not know. yeah. 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 That not then when he's left standing in the yeah, middle okay. of the street, yeah. and he presses the "I love you" to try to prove a point. Then my eyes moistened again when Ted died, mm-hmm. even though I knew there was a sequel. Yeah, so Ted must <laughs> yeah. have come back to life. And then my eyes moistened when Ted came back to life. Oh, before he made before the, he made the joke joke about yeah. the so one point five for three eye moistening. One point five for three eye Good. moistenings. House, um, they live in an apartment. They live in an apartment. There's no trailer. There's no big house. There's no big house. There's no trailer. Although he grows up in a suburban house. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, the Boston (laughs) orgasm. Oh, yeah. Plow me. I will then take me to Pepperidge Farm. (laughs) Pepperidge Farm remembers. (laughs) (laughs) I got the Family Guy reference. You've gone through a whole Seth MacFarlane movie without making a Family Guy reference. The whole Seth MacFarlane movie is a Family Guy. No, reference. I know, but you haven't gone like this one time in Family Guy. Like this one time in until Family Guy. I said Pepperidge Farm. Pepperidge remembers. Farm. Remember when um, you hit that pedestrian? Pepperidge Farm. Remembers. <laughs> anyway, arousal is. It's it's a come on. Literally, come on. Like, literally, it's okay. A, it's a Ted's horny. It's a four and a half for me. No, it's a four for me. Four. Yeah. There are bare breasts. There are bare breasts. But in the reference of Garfield, not in horniness. Yeah, true. Uh, Garfield is not a horny character. Cocaine? Cocaine and Pepsi? I don't don't think I saw either. I don't think I saw either. It's a zero. Hmm. Coke Coke used to have cocaine in it. Coke is Coke. Zero. Let's party like the 80s. Alcohol. Alcohol is pretty. They drink a lot. That's a big party. And it's they do have party. beers. They, when they're at, they're drinking almost all the time. Cristal. All those Ooh, rich black people can't be wrong. <laughs> Four. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Three Oh, it's pretty character-based drinking though. Stand-up abilityness. Now. Yeah, the jokes are offensive. The jokes are offensive, but they're they were meant offensive. to be offensive. They were offensive then, and they're still offensive. The offensiveness has stood up. <laughs> but they're meant to be offensive. Maybe the joke about Justin Bieber didn't stand up. The anima- the, the look of it. Animation and is the great. Techno- technology of it, this stands up. I want to give it a... Th- Did you say 3.75 for alcoholic? Yeah, I was joking. Yeah, well done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, 3.75 it is. Uh, three and a half? I am four. Do a three point seven five. Come on. For you, okay. Yep. This is for stand up. Oh, for me. Yes. Right. Yep. I'm giving it a four. Okay. Yeah. Are you giving? I'm okay with that. I'm giving it a three point seven five. for stand up. Memorability. Because I feel like these days he'd write that gay beat up club joke better. I think he would. It, it would still be the same movie that is still offensive, but it would be done in a better way. Mm, mm. It would be still crude, but not as crude. Yep. <laughs> Memorability. I remember it a lot, but I've watched you it a lot. You remember it a lot. Yeah, I remembered a lot of it. I'm giving it a give it a two point seven five. Oh. That's three. Three. I'm gonna give it a four. I remembered most of the jokes that were coming. Yeah, I know. So 3.5, did you as say? As this episode proved, you remembered it since you watched it yeah. today as well. <laughs> I watched it Wednesday. Thank 3.75. 3.75 for memorability. Is that what I said? Yep. Can't remember. Impact. Ironically. I mean, 
No. <laughs> there's no <laughs> impact. There's no impact. It's a Family Guy episode with Family Guy people and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And we already knew who Mark Wahlberg was. We already knew who they all were. Yeah, even Mike McClintock. Yeah. Even... I don't know. Impact, it doesn't really have any impact. Brought us Tubby McFatfuck. Oh, well, then it's a five. Um, um, two and a half? One and a half for me. Okay, I'm going to give it a two. Um, Are you just being generous? Maybe. No, I'll give it a... Yeah. Give it what you want to give it a... It's your own score. That's why Nos- we split this one. Nostalgia? It's a 10-year-old movie. Makes two. me feel nostalgic for um, Flash Gordon. No, <laughs> two for Lee. Yep. I'm going to give it a two as well. Quotability. I mean, I hear the fat cut running. I think he's, he's, hilarious. he's hilarious. Look what yeah. Jesus did. Look what Jesus did. I, I'd really love to say Jesus H. Fuck more. Yeah, okay. But Five. No. the thing is. Three, I'm giving it. This movie is quotable. If but you no, want to be the, offensive. It's quotable in the right setting. Yeah. <laughs> or the like, wrong setting. I could say Tubby McFatfuck, but people wouldn't like it. No, especially if they were fat. But I could also, and I could also say... If somebody called me I've Tubby got, McFatfuck, I would laugh because it's from Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I could also say I've got Asian neighbours, but they're not too bad. They don't have a gong or nothing. Yeah. But people would be offended. And I have Asian neighbours. <laughs> I'm going to say three for quotability. Sames. Overall rating, I'm giving it... Is this in your top ten? I'm giving it a four and a half. I feel like this is competing with fifth spot for the birds. Yeah. (laughs) It's... Yeah. It's It's a long family guy episode. It might be Um, sixth or seventh. I'm going to give it a four. It's up there. Okay. This and Hot Fuzz, when I was watching both, I was like, actually, these are great movies. These are great movies, yeah. I should watch these more often. We, If you love this movie, don't watch Ted 2. Um, so the Chad score is 11. Not bad. The S. Minkwo score is a combined 37.5, <laughs> which gives us a total of 48.5. That's good. Out of 75. Which... Puts it in. It's beat Con Air, but it's below the Godfather. Ninth position. That's good. Yeah. Top 10. So just behind the bodyguard. Oh. Strangely enough. (laughs) And just above Cabaret. Hmm. Why the bodyguard? Why the bodyguard get so much? I think you gave it a five for the soundtrack and quotability. I think I, I, I probably gave it a lot for impact because it gave us that album. True. Bodyguard. Let's have a look. Where, where's the bodyguard? Where's the bodyguard? There it is. It's there. It's just called Bodyguard, I think. 49. Oh, yeah. Stand-up ability, memorability, impact. Yeah, I gave it a four and a half for impact. Because <laughs> it gave us that soundtrack. Because it gave us more Whitney. And it All right, impacted Brett. Kevin Costner negatively, which is a plus. A question for you. Okay, is this the trivia of the next show? Do you know what movie was released on the 22nd of November 2002? 2002? Yeah. The 22nd of November? Yeah. Should I? Well, if you want to get this trivia right, okay. you should. 2002, it's 10 years old, 20 years old. Yep. 2002. I can tell you that its budget was $142 million. That's decent. That's a lot. Uh, but its box office was $432 million. That's not too bad. Yeah. 2002. Am I going to like this movie? Um, no. Continue, please. It was directed by Lee Tamahori. That doesn't help you at all, does Who's it? the fuck is Lee yeah, exactly. Tamahori? Wait. No. Nah. Will it help you to companies paid $70 million to have their products in this movie? 20 companies. Yep. Paid $70 million. I think combined the $70 million. They didn't pay $70 million each. I was going to say, because that's more than the budget. More than the budget, yeah. Um, but this movie was half funded by product placement. High-level products could help. Like Apple and shit. Yeah. In 2002, though. Apple wasn't with Apple Microsoft. in 2002. Ask Jeeves paid a lot of money. I, I would tell you some brands, but it'll give it away. Hmm. <laughs> 
Nah. No, it was fuck. Uh, it was nominated for best original song for a Golden Globe. Oh, a Golden Globe. Ask me a real award. But then that same person Ooh. was nominated for the Razzie for worst actress of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, so Madonna. Yep. Uh, two thousand and two, Madonna. Song Madonna. Oh my movie. God! It's it's die another day. Yep. Yep. Seventy million dollars of product placement for Die Another Day because that's Aston Martin. Worst actress of the decade. Oh, so that's Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> but like, how's that product placement? Because oh, that's like Aston, Aston Martin, Martin, and that's Omega was his watch, I think. For he had that a flip phone. Um, Motorola it was. Like that's huge amount. That's half the budget paid for in product placement. That's not a lot of um, gross. For a Bond movie, four thirty-two. Yeah, it was a shit one. It was a That's shit one. That's why we're watching it. The cast: Pierce Brosnan, Halle Berry, Judi Dench, John Cleese. Mm. Um, and then my cinnamonym, unalive. One more diurnal course. <laughs> Fucking hell! Die another day uh, is what we're watching oh, next week. Good, good, good. Another fact, which um. Has a link to our Mrs. Doubtfire episode. Oh, Pierce Brosnan, yeah. Yeah. During, That's it. During one of the scenes, an intimate scene between mm. Halle Berry and Judy Dench. No, between Halle Berry and Pierce Brosnan. Hello! Is that what <laughs> um, Halle Berry choked on something, food-wise. Oh. <laughs> and a seed of something. Oh, God, that's not any better. <laughs> she choked on a seed. She choked on something food-related. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan had to give her the Heimlich Maneuver. Oh. I hope he went, I hope Heimlich Maneuver, and then <laughs> did the Heimlich Maneuver um, into her jambalaya. So jambalaya. let's do now, um, a... For those listening at home, you can watch that on the Prime or the Stan. Okay. We'll do... Each week, I reckon, let's do a Six Degrees and a Known for. Because okay. I love Six Degrees and you're good at Known For. Six Degrees, we are doing from Ted. Ted to Die Another Day, which is Dad in initials. Okay. Who's in Die Another Day then? Ike. Okay. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. Die Another Day, Judy Dench. She's done a lot of movies. Yeah. She has done a lot of movies. Halle Berry. Pierce has done some movies <gasps> as well. Uh, Halle Berry was in X-Men with yeah. Patrick Stewart. Oh, who did? Okay. Who narrated Ted. Done. And won an, won an award for best narration. For what? For At some award ceremony. Okay. They give things. There you go. That was um, good. Okay, let's do a known for. Oh, how does it. What happens to a frog when it gets struck by lightning? Oh, God. Let's do a known for for Pierce Brosnan. Oh, God. Um, obviously, there's got to be one of them in there. I'm going to do that first, actually. And then that one. All right, done. And then. I've done one, two, three, four. And then. That one. Die another day. And then I can't think of a fourth it's not one. not even a great song. Madonna was the first uh, singer of a Bond song to have a cameo in the movie. Oh, yeah. Shirley Bassey was never in a Bond Which, movie. Not worth it, obviously. Well, Lulu. Oh. Wor- worst actress of the decade. Yeah. Um, Roger um, Moore. A fourth movie. Roger Moore says this is the worst Bond movie of all of them. <laughs> and he um, was followed by Living Daylights. Pierce Brosnan is, I think, that one. Or I might be getting confused with another movie. Okay. All right. Am I looking this up? Mm. I can. Okie dokie. All right. On the IMDB app, they should sponsor us. Ooh. All right. We are doing a Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, you could. If you're IMDB, let us know. We'll do IMDB reviews instead of Google. Yeah. you got to pay, pay us for it, though. All right. In the number one spot. Mamma Mia. The other one. Two spot. Goldeneye. Mamma Mia. Oh. All right, in the one spot. 
number three spot, Gold Tomorrow Mate. Never Dies. Oh, I had that in number three. Oh, well done. Number four. Dante's Peak. I'm very glad I put this. The Thomas Crown Affair. Oh. It's three is, all. Is, is Dante's Peak... Yes. Uh, wait, wait. You're telling me in some fucked up algorithm that Pierce Brosnan is more well known for Tomorrow is Not Enough, The, the World, world is, is Not Enough, enough and GoldenEye. I had GoldenEye, Doubtfire, Mamma Mia, Thomas Cranafier. I had Mamma Mia, GoldenEye, Tomorrow, whatever, Dante's Peak. We need to pick someone else. Judy. <laughs> yeah, Madonna. let's go. Judy Dench. Judy Dench, that's way too hard. Yeah, all right. And let's you not, just looked it up. Let's not do Judy Dench. What about Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm going to do that one, obviously. Um, and then fourth, I'll put that one. Um, all right. And then I'm going to put that one, that one, that one. And then I may as well put that one. I'm going to put those. I don't know a lot of the same series. All right, are you ready? Yep. Number one spot, X-Men. Catwoman. Oh, fuck. I put in the number three spot, so I get a point for that. Number two, X-Men. Gothica. Nah. Didn't put that. Number three. X-Men three. Die Another Day. Nah. I put that as number four. Number four. Monsters Ball. Monsters Ball. Yes! I put that in the number one spot. You're telling me, I, you know what I put? I put X-Men, X-Men 2, X-Men 3, Monsters Ball. I put Monsters Ball, X-Men, Catwoman, Die Another Day. So, so I got won. three points. I won that and you won six degrees oh, of two drinks cinema. Even. Thank you for listening to another episode of Don't. Two Drinks Cinema. We are watching two, um, we are not watching two, we are watching Die Another Day uh, this week. If you'd like to keep up with us, make sure you've hit subscribe so you get all of the notifications of our new episodes and follow us on the socials. Give us a rating and review if you want uh, and we will be back next week. Don't forget our Odd Socks Entertainment podcast if you want more content from us. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Odd Socks Entertainment. For more of Odd Socks Entertainment's work, including the show notes for this episode, follow the link in this episode description. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening. Happy watching and drink responsibly. Cheese. <laughs>